Hi guys, it's Una here from youok.com.au and remember to subscribe to my YouTube or website so you'll be the first one to uh, receive the latest episode. Today with me is Hugh and we have known each other for how long now? Six years, I think. Probably. And most people that don't define themselves by the job. But that's not what I'm asking. So I'm asking you, who is you? Who are you? <laughs> who is you? Who are you? Who is you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's interesting. How do you define yourself outside of your job? Because I suppose yes. that's what you spend you know, most of your day doing. Yes. I think I'm a, a quiet and a, a quiet and also adventurous person. Yeah, because when I first got to meet you, I heard some weird <laughs> stories of you. So I'm really? wondering, yeah, do you have a secret line? Like, weird something? I don't, I don't, but it's funny because I, I think a lot of people have that same reaction to me. Like, they, they sort of see me at my desk and I'm sort of rather quiet yes. and rather reserved. Yes. But then I have a rather... I sometimes have a busy social life or uh, or I find myself in unique situations and things happen and then people learn about those things and they're so surprised because they seem so different to yes. my, my, my work life. Yes. But now I think I live a normal, a normal sort of social life, but then yeah. just sometimes funny things happen, yeah. you know, odd things happen. Uh, and we, me and my girls were just laughing at you this morning when you came because... You have everything so neat and tidy around <laughs> you. Your car is like in the boot even. It, it has a spot. Everything has a spot. Yes, I've got three umbrellas in my boot. <laughs> and I've got one in my car. And I've got a sleeping bag and a picnic rug and spare change of clothes. And so you're ready for any occasion? I've got a bag of almonds just in case I'm stranded in the desert and there's there needs to be food. What? You, I just... It came to my mind. Are you like that guy in the on the Sheldon? Maybe I'm like Sheldon in Bangalore. <laughs> Maybe I probably am. Yeah. A little bit. I think so. Yes, I think I'm sort of neat and I'm prepared. Yeah. And I'm quite. I sort of do like to plan things. And yes. Have things. Reliable. A reliable. Yes. I think yes. I'm. A, I think I'm a reliable person. Yeah. I think I'm reliable. I also think I'm quite loyal. I think I'm a loyal oh, person. Oh yeah. I think. But how is it being, Hugh? Like, what do you do? What's... That's a really good question because everyone thinks that I'm a very calm, very mm -hmm. stress-free, very relaxed person, mm -hmm. which I think I am physically, and I think the way that I talk is rather calm. Mm -hmm. But quite often there's so much going on in my mind. Oh. Quite often people think I'm relaxed and yeah. people think I'm calm, but I'm actually sitting there stressing out about something. So there's really? always there's always a lot going on in my mind. Um, and sometimes I'll sort of wake up in the middle of the night and I'm just... My mind is active, but there's actually nothing I'm thinking about. It's just like my mind has started moving. Yeah. And then it's hard to sort of turn it off. But I find I get to sleep easily. So, yeah. like, I'm not always thinking about lots of things. Yeah. But I think there is a bit of a misconception in terms of how I am perceived and how I... Am. So I think I'm always thinking about things. I think I'm often overanalyzing things. Yeah. I'd like to do more things like meditation and things like that to sort of try and see what that can do. But for all me. people do different meditations. Like me, I just go for a walk. What kind of meditation would you do? Um, I've just read that 
even just sitting somewhere and not like first thing in the morning, just sitting down and just not doing anything for yeah. five minutes could mm-hmm. be a good a good form of meditation. Do you know what Tina Turner did? No, what did she do? She had that sound, like she did a sound like hum constantly. So then yeah. she is just focused on the sound okay. rather than anything else. But I think that's the one thing for me. Like I think if I'm doing something productive, yeah. I'm not over analyzing things because I'm I'm thinking about my task. So that's what it's like being me. It's one giant. How would, I, how would I describe it in a, in a metaphor? Yeah. It's like a giant kindergarten. There's all these <laughs> little things running around and bumping into each other. And, yes. Yeah. So um, we have your thing, uh, art piece here. Perfect lines and all of that. And it looks pretty. That's it. This is your house? Your dream house? Yeah. So I thought I'd start with the house in the middle because I feel like that's a good center point for my life. So I think as a child, I always dreamed of having... I don't know if it's something that that is common with children, but from a very young age, I always dreamed of having a very big house. Uh And that's something that's kind of gone away a little bit over the years in terms of wanting a giant. I think as you get older, you realize you don't want to have, you don't want to have to clean five toilets. Yes. So it's kind of like, so so that kind of goes away. It's like, it's it's a, you know, it's a a nice two story house. It's not massive. Um, I joke that it looks a little bit like a pizza hut, but that's, we'll get an, we'll get an architect in to, to spruce it up a little bit, look a bit nicer, but it's a nice house. It's like, like some grass. I've always liked the idea of having a nice big front yard with some grass and a driveway and maybe not necessarily being impressive, but maybe just being just nice and just, you know, lots clean. of greenery and clean. Mm-hmm. And there's a pool there, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And then, um, there's a sort of bit of a hill and then it's, it's on the river. Oh, okay. So it's yes. on the river, or, or near the river, on the river, um, and, and you that's can see the city. And the city in the distance, and that's just something that I ah. I kind of enjoy when I'm nice. when I'm when I'm in like Apple Cross or South Perth, and you sort of seeing the view at night across ah, the river yes. with with the city lights in the distance. I just find it to be such a beautiful yeah. outlook. And yeah. My dream is to kind of be able to sit in my bed at night and kind of just look out at the river and look out at the city. Oh, yeah, that was really And then nice. just sort of go to sleep and that being sort of the last thing you see at the end of the day. Do you, yeah. Oh, that would be so amazing. But what I'm, my dream is, though, actually I have it in my house here, but I would like a bigger house. Um, maybe by the beach. But and, uh, I love... I've also got that. <laughs> <laughs> I love having the sun coming in my bedroom in the oh, morning. Oh, yeah. Because then I wake up and just get out. Mm. Otherwise, but if it's dark, it's harder for me. So I, yeah. that's my dream. Do you know one of the things that I've always... I had an idea. I'd love to have a bedroom that has a glass roof. Yeah. And then you could go to sleep looking at the stars. Yes. And then in the morning you'd, you'd wake up with the sunlight. Yes. That'd be really nice. Yes, the sunrise in my bedroom. I love that. Yeah. And then you have what's this? These uh, the, or church or? So these were kind of the the the, the feel good elements of my dream. So I've mm. got I've got church. I've got a medical building, and I've got a another building which has got like a bed and and, and uh, some food on it. So my kind of thought would be I'd like I'd like to be closer to God. Mm-hmm. I'd like to. I used to go to church every week for a while and I've kind of stopped going. So I'd like to, to do that again and, and reconnect with God more and have God as a, as a bigger part of my life. So that was mm-hmm. kind of the point of the church. Mm-hmm. But then also the charity element of that and maybe helping out the church, maybe helping out people at church. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of flowed on to, you know, with my ultimate goal being financial success, I'd like to be able to help out people in need. So whether that's 
just helping out people in, in need of medical assistance or maybe if I have the money and time to start some kind of medical clinic or medical centre. Yeah. And then that kind of goes on to the next building, which was might be something like a homeless shelter and, you know, yeah. a bed and a bed and food for people in need. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I think the ultimate goal would be to be able to do something like that. That'd be really nice. Or if not, just be able to help people out or provide support to a charity that does that. So you are... A God-fearing person? I, I didn't know that about you until you told me that you went to a church. Yeah, I'm not a God-fearing person. I've always been brought up with God around, but it's always been it's always been a bit in the background. Mm. Like, my parents never never really went to church other than sort of, you know, Christmas and maybe Easter. Yeah. Uh, but then in, in high school, God was sort of around, and every Thursday morning we went to chapel. Mm. We always, does we that make you feel good? I think it does. And then for a year, for a year, a couple of years ago, I was going to church every Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a Pentecostal church, which is sort of quite a gospel kind of church mm-hmm. experience. And there'd be things like... Was it not just you think there was of, a cute um, girl there that you were chasing or something? Was, <laughs> sure, there was, yeah. Uh, well, they're actually, they're actually a client of mine. And that's why I started going. So work, work. So they were a client of mine. And they said, you should come to church. So then pretty much for the year... Yeah. And then I also I did meet a girl there. Yeah. And then when that ended, I suppose it made it maybe easy to stop going to yeah, church. Yeah, yeah, so that was yeah, kind yeah. of an interesting, an interesting <laughs> year. And then at one point I was driving the church golf buggy because they needed someone. There was a giant golf buggy, and I used to drive it before church and pick people up at the car park oh, and drive them to you church. You would love that. And I did enjoy that. But the funny thing was, people often didn't want a ride. I was like, "Do you want a ride?" And the old people were like, "I don't want a ride." And then sometimes it was the young women that said yes to having a ride. Oh. And then I yeah, and then I'd, I'd go to church after doing that. So that was interesting. So I don't think I fear God. I think that I I think I love. God and I think for the most part I'm very grateful to God because I recognize I'm sort of a big I sort of think a lot about how lucky I am to be born you know in, yes. in, in the time that I was born in the country I was born with the parents that I have yeah and I feel like pretty much anything that I could ask for in life I've mm. already been given in a mm. way and sometimes yeah. I feel bad for wanting more yeah but I think there's enough in the universe for to be able to yeah. ask to be able to ask God for more. Yeah, and then you can give more. True. Yes, yes. I'd like to give more. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I think that, what I want to do yeah. too. Like, have success so I'll be able to give more. Yeah, I think so. And being able to not just not just give things to people, but give people my time and help mm. people out more. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, one thing I didn't draw on here was I do love animals and being able to help animals in summer would be something nice whether it's actually a friend of mine was telling me there was a job at the RSPCA where you literally just spent time with puppies and it was a, it was a job that didn't pay but yeah. like it's like if you had enough time and resources you could go to the RSPCA once a week and just walk yeah. the puppies around or something like that that'd be that'd be so fun uh, uh, um, probably people are wondering or like because um, okay we've known each other for six years but when we met first how old were you? Well, it would have, I would have been 22. Yeah, you just came out of school. Uh, yeah, just pretty much, uh, yeah, a couple of years out of uni. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and now I just turned 29. Yeah, so mm. you have this whole future ahead of you. Yeah, almost a third of my life, or a quarter of my life has gone past since I've known you. It's funny, but it's wow. funny how, as I said to you before, it's amazing how fast time goes and how fast... Yes. Life passes. And then a lot of things change, but then a lot of things don't change. Yes. Yes. Which is interesting. People always stay the same, except if they want to make a change themselves. I think I've changed a lot. I 
think. Well, you've just grown up. You mature. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, you definitely. I mean, mature. you were young, and you were just when we met first. Yeah, you? and I think you you learn more about who you are and more about what you want. Yes. And, and yes. Your goals and dreams. And I you think. chase after them. That's one thing that I know about you and admire. Well, it's like you. you go after your dream. So you're going to have a house on the beach also? Yeah, so I think that was kind of the other thing, to have sort of a house on the beach. Um, just a little sort of cottage. Um, I'd love the idea of being able to, you know, go somewhere different almost every weekend. Yeah. And, and, you know, spend it with... Spend it with I, put, I put a table and chairs out there because I think it'd be nice to be able to, you know... Have, have dinner with your family out on the out on the porch and look out at the ocean and yep. and that kind of thing and, and also have a, a simple kind of luxury as well like it's very nice that you're yeah. on the beach but it's just a sort of small house that's kind of about spending time with your family airplane and that's, I'm so curious about this these oh, yes. buildings here yes well this is like industrial or something well that was kind of the thing but yeah the airplane I think was kind of kind of I mean the ultimate the, I, I put my initials on the plane. The ultimate goal will be... Ooh, high plane. five! When I kind of got that idea from you, I saw that on your thing. So I think, yes, dare to dream big. I think that's it's yeah. something that, you know, when I was a kid and you sort of... And you you have, you know, you have different... I think now I have different levels of dreams. And yeah. you've got the ultimate dream would be to have your own plane. But I think I think at the same at the same instance, if that's something that I don't achieve, it's not a big deal. But I think that also signifies doing some international travel. Yeah. Seeing the world... Maybe even if I don't own my own plane, one day being able to afford a, a private flight somewhere. I mean, it doesn't um, hurt to yeah. go to there. But I think that's the thing. I think the bigger your dream, yeah. the more likely you are to achieve that. Yeah. And then if you only get halfway, yes. you've still gotten a, yeah. long, a very long way. Yeah. So that was the plane. So being able to, being able to see the world. Um, and then I've got a whole bunch of buildings. And this kind of this is probably the most important element of the dream in that... There's some sort of some houses there, so some smallish houses, sort of some investment properties. Um, the next element is an apartment building, so I'd like to be able to probably own, you know, some large multifamily apartment buildings that I'm renting out as investments. And then the last building sort of looks like a, a big glass office office tower, but I do like the idea of um, maybe owning some different real estate assets, whether it's some industrial assets or whether it's a hotel or some office space. So kind of the goal is to, you know, be able to develop a, you know, a portfolio of, of real estate assets and be able to, um, be able to, you know, not only, not only live off the income, but that would essentially be a job as well, looking after them, managing them and, and investing in them. Um, and then the other thing here is the boat. Uh, and it's kind of, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be next to the house. It could be elsewhere, but mm. I, I've been lucky enough to spend a few days on, um, you don't get a, seasick a, like a, me. No, thankfully not. No, but I've been lucky enough to spend a couple of days, a few days on um, a client's boat at Rotnest, mm. and I look back on those days as just such wonderful days. Being able to get on a you know a private boat, go to Rotnest, and obviously if it was your own boat, you could sort of sleep on there. And I think there's definitely uh, a sense of freedom mm -hmm. with boats and being able to. Um, owning your own boat if you sort of wake up in the morning and think I want to go to Rottnest today or I want to I just want to spend the day cruising the coastline with some friends or with some family being and family and that's that's probably the sort of the bottom left the bottom left element um, I mean definitely you know and I what's think for this me, all these people here oh I think these are people that I've helped okay. I probably should have put them 
under these these I've just noticed one of the people I drew doesn't have legs. So maybe that means I'm helping disabled people. But um I put them under the hospital. But yes, yeah, so I think those little okay. little group of stick figures I think I sort of put under the church and under the, the medical and under the, the social and, and sort of homelessness issues and them being people that I help. But then yeah, so the bottom left sort of the most important thing will be a family. And I think I think for me Do the you ultimate, have an eyesight on a girl? Uh, yep. no one in particular really mm. no no one in particular but I think that's the ultimate goal having having a wife and having a couple of kids would be something that I I do think would be the most the most um, enjoyable part of my life I would say um, would you want a dog or a cat yes although I didn't actually think of that at the yeah. time so maybe maybe that's something I don't care too much about maybe no, maybe I no. just rather yes. um, although what, sometimes I do think and I didn't draw this here but sometimes I do think gee it'd be nice to have like a a farm and have a whole bunch of animals that yeah. No one wants and be able to go to the farm and help the animals out and let them all live together and enjoy wow. themselves. My oldest and... daughter has that dream of dogs, yeah. rescue dogs, yeah. have a farm with them. Mm. Or a, yeah. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'd like a couple of sports cars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd like a, I've never really driven a fast car and it's probably the kind of thing as a young guy that you you like and you sort of aspire to but I imagine yeah but still you, you yeah. drive an Audi I that's like... not a true sports car mm. it's more of a family and like safe and yeah like... it probably sort of speaks to my personality that I aspire to yes. something fast and dangerous but I drive something safe yes. and family oriented <laughs> so it's funny you see your brain moves one way but then your life you, you know you take the sensible decisions but I think that's sort of me I think for me I'm very much someone that does the practical thing and does the, the right, right thing for the long yes. term yeah. and I think one thing that I, I always think about with goals and dreams is um, obviously dedication but also delayed gratification and you know you're going to have to make sacrifices now to reach the ultimate goal whether it's yeah. allocating time well, or whether you, it's allocating you, resources you have already started it like you, this dream of yours you already own two, two houses, two houses now. yeah yeah, which is great. So that's good. So I'm, I'm you getting there. work hard to yeah. get them, and you're only at 29. Yeah, yeah. It's good. So I'm, I'm happy with where I am, but I, at the same time, I feel, I still feel the same way that I did when I was 22, 23, and that I'm still just starting my journey, and I've got a long way to go. Yeah, well, I've still got, so that, that's probably a good thing. I've still got as much hunger, mm-hmm. and I don't feel complacent or satisfied. I still want to. You know, also because uh, with you, I see it's achievable. Your dreams are achievable because yeah. I, I don't know how you do it, but thank you. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I'm I'm quite happy. My mum, my mum tells me she's proud of me, which is good. Yeah, I would be um, if you were my son too. Yeah. My last question is: So, are you on the path of making your dreams happen? Yes. So we were talking about. Yeah, definitely. I definitely am. I think there's... there's How are you going to reach this? Do you know? Do you have an idea? Um, I bought a ticket in the lottery for tonight. <laughs> no, I think I... I think I think there's, there's definitely... There's definitely things in motion. I think I've kind of viewed my... The next 10 years as, you know, working hard, um, saving money investing as much as I can and, and that being pretty much my core focus for the next 10 years yes. really yes. and then I think I think the next 10 years will be a, a, a major decider for me on what I can achieve because I think by the time I get to say 40 I think for me I, I'd like to be able to perhaps spend more time 
with my family and sort mm. of spend that, you know, that time from sort of 40 to 50 focusing a bit more on, on myself and my family. And then, and then maybe it might get to a point where you almost put some of your longer term dreams on hold whilst that's happening. Mm-hmm. And then so maybe once to they're, do that. yeah, and then maybe once they're 14, 15 and, and they're kind of doing their own thing and maybe even when they're in uni, you can then possibly look at what your goals are again and, and yeah. perhaps, and perhaps, simplifying your life in some ways and, and, you know, enhancing it in other ways. So it's interesting. So it might be, you know, you might be able to afford the boat when you have kids, but maybe when the kids have gone to uni, maybe, you know, you've got the ability to sell, you know, sell the house and buy a boat and downsize and and other things like that. So yeah, the sacrifices. Hugh, you amaze me because you just think so far ahead. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what happens tomorrow with me. Yeah. But you have it all planned, haven't you? Well, my dad gave me a book in 2014 that I only read this year called Strengths Finder. And there was an online survey that you do and it assigns you, I think there's, they say there's 35 personality strengths that you can have mm. and it assigns you five personality strengths. Mm. Um, one of them's competition, one of them's analytical, um, one of them is futuristic and I thought that was a very interesting um, uh, sort of quality for me to have and, and strength for me to have because I do think about the future a lot and I think about you know, what I'm, what I'm going but to be able to achieve. where do you and, get all this drive from? Where, where do you get the drive from? What? Like, um, I, think it's, I think it has come from my father, mm-hmm. I think. Um, he's, he's been somewhat successful, but from a very young age, I think he always encouraged me to achieve more and encouraged me to dream big mm-hmm. and also wasn't afraid to share where he thought he didn't, achieve things in life and I think the thing that he always stressed to me was he would have been able to achieve so much more in life if he had of maybe focused on it from a younger age so but do you, me, that, does it put put a pressure on you will it it might it might do that but do you know how to but I think it's a I think it's a and I, I use this term a lot the term positive stress so I go to the beach most Sundays, even in winter, and I, I dive in the water and it's cold. Mm. But I think that's a kind of positive stress. And I think I think that for the most part, any restless anxiety that I have, any restless energy, I think can be a positive and I think I can put it in the right place. Mm. And I think that it's good that I do have a sense that I should be doing more. Mm. So I don't think it's too much of a negative. Wow. Well, I'm just... Um enjoying the ride, watching you and Mm -hmm. see how you succeed and uh, yeah, good luck with everything. Well, thank you, Hugh. Thank you. It's impressive. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. This is Una from uok.com.au. Remember, subscribe so you'll be the first one to hear the latest.